and welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. So the title of this episode is But God Can. A lot of the material for this week's episode was inspired by Craig Rochelle's book, The Power to Change, Mastering the Habits that Matter Most. Note, I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. I am not a counselor or physician. If you need help with mental health challenges, please find a qualified mental health professional. So the title of this episode is But God Can. If you saw last week's episode, we started a new section in this part of the book. And last week it was the title was I Can't. This week is But God Can. So if you put those together, you would say I can't, but God can. Uh, Again, we're talking through The Power to Change by Craig Groeschel. Starting out in the introduction of this section, Craig Groeschel begins this section much like the last. He was telling a story. And last week, you recall, is a rather humorous story. This week uh, is is still a very lighthearted story, uh, but he was telling a story about a Buick Century that he owned that got rear-ended by another driver. So a Buick Century uh, is a vehicle. I don't know how old the Buick Centuries are, but it was a kind of a, a line of vehicles. And so he was telling this story about this Buick Century that he he was really uh, uh, he he made it very funny, but. Uh, he said, you know, he was driving it and he got rear-ended. It was not the most ideal car. He wasn't really thrilled with it, but he was kind of making the the best out of the car that he had. And so, uh, you know, prior to the accident, it, this this car, this Buick had on the side, it had like little decal where it was labeled Sport Coupe. And so it was just stenciled there on the side. But when he got it back from the repair shop, the whoever did the repair uh, didn't put sport or he didn't put sport coupe, but he put turbo coupe. And so, you know, the car was not any faster than it was before. The only difference was whoever repaired the car put this different sticker or decal on there and it made it seem cooler. It it made it seem maybe faster uh, because a turbo coupe had a turbo engine in it. And so, you know, he goes and it tells this story kind of laying the foundation for the chapter. And, you know, he says that he said, because, and he's talking about kind of transitioning to, we talked about willpower uh, in the last section. And he says, because willpower doesn't work. And you and I really require more power. Uh, we can think we're a turbo coupe, but we're still just a sport coupe. So as we talked about in the last episode, we were talking about the struggles that we face when we're trying to make changes in our lives. We're trying to implement new habits. Um, and last week we learned that willpower, when we try to use willpower, to make things happen in our lives, we ultimately end up failing and getting into what's called a shame cycle. And so we try to make change. We, we use our willpower 
to try to make these changes and we inevitably fail because our willpower is a limited resource. It runs out. We get tired and we we ultimately fail in what we're trying to do. And so last week we were talking about I can't, meaning in our own willpower, we can't. And this week we're picking up and saying, but God can. So in this story, he's he's talking about how willpower doesn't work and that we need more power and how we think that we're, as people, a turbo coupe when we're really just a sport coupe. We think we're better than we are. Uh, we think we can do something, but we really can't on our own. And then he transitions to talking about Paul's story. And it says that Paul knew he needed more power. And that's why he asked in Romans 7:24, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? And that is in the New Living Translation. And that is the question we all need to answer. Okay. You know, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? But Paul answered his own question with his next sentence in verse 25. He says, thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Uh, so Paul understood, I can't get myself unstuck. So I need a power I don't possess. As you might recall, last week we kind of went through a passage of scripture that was Paul was talking about just the struggle that he faces in his life when he wants to do something positive. Ultimately, he fails. And it's the struggle between, you know, what he wants to do and his sin nature uh, and trying to make these changes. And so we're kind of picking up from there. And, you know, it, it said, we said that Paul understood, I can't get myself unstuck, so I need a power I don't possess. And the power he found was in Jesus. Paul discovered, I can't, but God can. So as we're, we've been talking a lot about habits for a long time, trying to make positive changes in our lives, whether that is you want to be a better uh, father uh, to your kids, you want to be a better employee to your boss. Uh, you know, if you're applying this to mental health, you know, maybe you want to stop doing something that you're doing, a habit that is negatively impacting your mental health. Whatever it is you're trying to start or stop, eventually you get to a point where your own willpower is not enough. Uh, so, you know, maybe you're halfway into your goal, whatever your goal is. And you're just tired. You've lost the ambition or the energy that you had at the first when you started trying to accomplish that goal. And so you're just doing the habit you've been doing every week and you're just running out of energy and the desire to keep going. And so that's where this whole concept from this section is saying that we need to tap into God's power and not rely on our willpower so that we can get to our goal. Let's look at something um, Paul wrote in another of his letters. And it says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. This is Ephesians 2, I believe it's 2.1. Uh, it says, wow, the reality is we don't just feel stuck, we are stuck. 
worse than stuck, we are dead. So this is a quote from The Power to Change. And this is Craig Rochelle speaking in that. That's discouraging, but Paul provided some hope-inducing truth. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. Ephesians 1, 19 through 20, and that's in the New Living Translation. The same power that that got Jesus out of the grave, resurrected from death to life, is available to you. In the next chapter of Ephesians, Paul wrote, But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by, by God's grace that you have been saved. That's uh, Ephesians 2, uh, 4 through 5 in the New Living Translation. Paul's talking here. We just went through uh, some sections of Ephesians. And, uh, we're, you know, they're reminding us, or Craig Rochelle is reminding us that the same power that got Jesus out of the grave, resurrected from death to life, is available to us, to you. God will continue giving you new life in your dead places until his work is complete in you. We're reflecting back to last episode where in our exercise we are talking about this progression that happens as we try to make changes in our life. So the progression is after feeling stuck long enough, we can feel dead. After feeling dead long enough, we can feel shame. And after we feel shame, we can give in and give up. So that's that progression that I was referring back to. And so Craig Rochelle was talking about God will continue giving you new life in your dead places until his work is complete in you. So we have these places in our life where we get stuck trying to make changes. Maybe, you know, we try to make those changes and we fail because we're relying too much on our own power where maybe we're we're trying to do something instead of training to do it uh, for one reason or another we, we just get stuck there and we get discouraged and so he's talking about these places where we get stuck and we get stuck long enough where we, it feels dead inside paul wrote that because of god's grace you have been saved a saved is a verb and you can write a verb in past, present, future, or perfect tense. And to help us better understand what all that means, is he says, past tense, past tense speaks of something that has already happened. Present tense describes something happening right now. And future tense refers to something that will eventually, that will happen eventually, but hasn't yet. And perfect tense speaks of something that has happened in the past, is still happening in the present, and will continue in the future. It draws attention to the continuing effects of something that has happened in the in the past. Paul wrote saved, like the word saved, in perfect tense. So you were saved by God's grace in the past, but the effect is still happening. Craig Rochelle goes on to say, you never have to feel defeated. You can never give up because God didn't just save you. He saves you. He is constantly saving you. 
meaning he has in the past, he is currently, and he will in the future continue to save you. God will continue giving you new life in your dead places until his work is complete in you. So that is why he's saying you never have to feel defeated. You can never give up uh, because God is not done with you. So goes on to say you can't, but God can and God will if you turn to his power. All right. So the exercise for this episode is complete these sentences to write out a prayer being as specific as you can and what you're asking God to do in your life. Use this pattern as many times as you need. So the way that he lays this out is he has kind of two items and he's and one of them is God. I can't. And then he puts a colon to allow you to fill in the blank. So God, I can't. And then whatever it is. And then the second one is, but you can buy. And there's a blank to fill that in. So it's going through different areas of your life and set and identifying places where we can't do something, but God can by what, however that applies in your situation. So that's the exercise. And he encourage again, he encourages you to do it in as many times as you need. The principle for this section is you can't, but God can. And God will if you turn to his power. Ephesians 2, 4 through 5, the New Living Translation says, But God is so rich in his mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. So hopefully that kind of ties together the the last episode and what we talked about there, because as we got to the end of the content there, it was kind of like we were almost left hanging. There was a lot of truth in that, but it was kind of incomplete. So this kind of rounds that out and shows us that we can't or I can't, but God can. That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community connect.